got our coffee. Uh, we got Tolly Wild from St. Petersburg from Wild Ways. Um, thank you for taking the time. I know your day is probably almost over. It's twelve. It's twelve p.m. over here in, in Pennsylvania, in the United States. So it's like what I think it's six only, over there for you. It's only eight p.m. in St. Petersburg. Actually, guys, I heard that you have your St. Petersburg city in the United States, right? Yeah, yeah. Believe there's there's one somewhere. Yeah, it's a big city, huh? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure actually. <laughs> okay, I just heard it. I just heard it. I I just started getting up on my uh, geographic uh, intelligence uh, with the United States due to the election, <laughs> so I'm still learning <laughs> over time. Um, but I'm I'm glad you're here, man. Thank you for taking the time. This is Thank awesome. You, 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 it seems Wild Ways has been very very busy with the release of Anna, and that's pretty. Actually, not man. I, I was dreaming about it, but not right now we just have no shows, so we are not super busy. The interviews and um, a lot of the, the press the press that you have been doing, it seems like you're busy. But yeah, nobody's really playing yeah. shows. A lot of All a lot of fans the United States. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I mean. It's just kind of like a repetitive circle. And I'm and I'm listen, we're on the same boat. Like I drum, I've I've toured for a while. Um you know, I still drum, but, you know, I, I feel bad for a lot of my friends in the industry because, you know, it's just completely shut down. We have a lot of venues um, definitely uh, closing down or they're just you moving locations. Band? I'm sorry. You play in a band? Yeah, I play in a band called Poeta. We're from New Jersey and uh, uh, we're signed to CI Records, uh, released an album back in 2017, which put us on Warp Tour for a little bit. So that was pretty cool. That was a good time. How it um, sounds like a uh, genre? We have like 10 songs on the album uh, or nine songs on the album. It is uh, like an alternative ambient rock, like pop punk. Um, our vocalist kind of like has like a tenor tenor vocal. Um, he kind of sounds like Claudio Sanchez and Anthony mm. Green and all that such. But um, enough about me. <laughs> Everybody knows like what I do here. Um, but yeah, congratulations on the album. And it's, it's fantastic. Um, and the recent video that you put out for uh, I love you already. It's basically the epitome of what the concept you were going for the album with the music video. Uh, the latest one? Mm-hmm. Uh, today. Today's one. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is this is, a, this is the album about, about love. So, like, an unsuccessful love, you know? So, the video is about it. And, um, yeah, do you know the, the title of this album? Uh, it's Anna. So this is uh, not real, not real uh, women. It's just my perfect, like, my perfect girl I create in my own, uh, in my brain. So they all, I'm 28 <laughs> and uh, yeah. I'm still, I'm still writing about love. And some people in Russia, some um, from, from the internet are leaving us commentaries like, Hey guys, actually you're almost 30 and you still, uh, and you still singing about love. You guys have no problems inside the Russia. Why you don't sing about like the government, like the, about the system, uh, why you, to, uh, why you're not writing about uh, like social problems, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm still I'm I'm almost thirty, and I want to still uh, write about love, and I because I'm I'm really, I'm really sad about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it shows Good. with passion throughout uh, the music video in itself. It just that music video alone gives you the best idea with how the album was written around love in itself and finding that that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And it's you were saying in a couple of interviews that I was reading that you were having a hard time finding someone that was so specific, and then you yeah kind of exactly it's not possible exactly. in a sense, which I totally understand. Exactly. Yeah, because I I it, you want to we all have those expectations when you meet someone, and it's like and like the little things might get to you in a sense. I'm not sure, but um, sorry, what you said? I know when you start meeting um, women in general or someone that will be your significant other it's sometimes you have such high expectations and then mm. you might get disappointed over time absolutely. yeah absolutely absolutely it, 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 for me this album it's like a kind of it's like a final word you know it's my final word i just had a lot of experience during my, my whole life and uh, right now i can answer myself uh, to all my questions you know but some well time ago, I couldn't to say some, I, I couldn't know uh, some some things, uh, and uh, I'm just happy that I became bigger and grower and older to uh, to find solution of all of all these problems. So this is the album. It's like a final word about love, and uh, probably somewhere in the future. Um, I will never sing about it, and I will write something more, more really important for all people all, all over the world. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something. I mean, there's a lot of um, music out there that when they listen to it, you know the relate. you know the rules of 21 century. It's like I, I I don't know. I'm not sure about United States, but in but in Russia, um, my. Uh, uh, I forgot the word. Okay, uh, the, the people in my uh, with my ages, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, became becoming um, older all the way uh, longer than my parents. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because my parents and uh, uh, from United uh, from Soviet Union uh, already have a house, family, and um, all other stuff, job already in 20 you know but mm -hmm. right now it's like millennials you know what i mean yeah i do yeah so, so we are still the kids mm -hmm. uh, in 30 you know so mm -hmm. that's the reason why i just wanted to say like the last the last word of my my youth my youth love yeah that's awesome and then you can go back to um yeah putting more focus on other things like you know policies within russia and stuff and yeah the millennials we, we were given we were dealt a bad hand it's really hard to get a foundation and a start a family in this time and day especially when there's a global pandemic going on dude um that's really insane how have you been holding up what's it like in russia with the global pandemic is your family okay like how are they implementing rules and regulations to keep everybody safe from this what you mean exactly are they closed? Are our businesses still closed? Are um um uh, how, how's the, how, how's the how's the English word for like you you are not you are not where you don't work anymore because uh, you are sixty <laughs> <laughs> retired. Yeah, yeah, retired. Yes. My parents just retired already. So actually, my parents are really good with the COVID nineteen. Mm -hmm. Because uh, they have vacations, like, till the end of their life. <laughs> Good, yeah. You know? That's awesome. So the COVID-19 is, like, a problem for, for, for us. 
Yeah, especially with touring because I know that you guys recently rescheduled. Oh, man. So, Orion, we had uh, we had a huge plans for uh, 2020 because we already had a booked tour in China, our first tour in China, some festivals in Vietnam, Taiwan, Hong Kong. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. I, I hope I'm sure. And we just had a, a blast summer, like a lot of like the biggest festivals in Russia. And it's all just ruined in a second. And uh, actually, I hate this. Uh, I hate this year because I don't know. It's it's like the same thing when you go to army, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're just spending a year for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. And um, it's a shame too because no, but I mean, uh, it's like from what I've read on your social media, they're not opening the borders for traveling for touring in general. Um, nah. So therefore, yeah. So therefore, it's going to be non-existent. Um, Your border is already opened, no? So we still have the Canada border closed, I believe, um, and the Mexico border closed, I believe. Um, and I know that a lot of um, foreign traveling from the East Hemisphere is not allowed to come in with the United States, except mm-hmm. for there's a testing period, because um, there, there people have, you know. Uh, businesses to or they, they their businesses you know working overseas and such for their jobs so it's been a little difficult um and but there's no touring there's no shows um however we do have some bands playing shows and they flock um to those events and then the covid numbers the covid19 numbers they tremendously you know Crazy. go up yeah so we're just yeah we're day just, by day man yeah we're just shooting ourselves in the foot and uh, Actually, yeah. yeah, but I'm glad because yeah, you you've uh, Wild Ways has toured Tokyo. It seems like a lot of Wild Ways touring was on the Eastern Hemisphere of the United States. Because I know for your debut album, you came over to record with Cameron Mitchell, who has worked with a lot of prominent bands. So um, was touring in the U.S. an idea before COVID? No, man. Um, I hope I hope somewhere in the future because uh, we ju- we just need amazing numbers of streams in united states to make a tour there i thought i think this is the the first reason the main one mm-hmm. you know so <laughs> <laughs> i can't do anything yeah we've had bands i've had bands on here like uh covet that they were talking about opportunities to go to let's say the uk or europe but it is about the numbers because you want the people to show basically mm. yeah sometimes you can lose money they were like worried that they would lose money on it in a sense so i don't think they decided to go um but yeah so and in general um you have been working uh with warner music that's the newest label that you guys have been um what what was the um idea to transition from artery to warner because i think artery kind of went out of business i think artery is not exist anymore right yeah, it doesn't exist anymore now. So that's a really good transition from a, a beginning record label with Wild Ways to uh, yeah, it's per- it's amazing. But it's it's anyway like it, this is not the global Warner, you know. It's like a it's Russian office of Warner, but uh, but that could be an amazing um, uh, connections and uh, diff- all different ways to connect your music to foreign people. Mm. Yeah. 
yeah to get the music out there because i'm i've heard of wild ways i've heard of you guys before i've seen um really? sponsors yeah i've seen yeah i've seen uh, a lot of sponsors um from your social media um <laughs> when i follow bands <laughs> like <laughs> yeah when i follow bands like uh bring me to the horizon or the ghost inside and all that such you've you've played a lot of big shows with those bands that would come over that's a huge supporting act for... Yeah, yeah, we played three shows with Bermuda Horizon, and uh, probably that was my child dream, and uh, from my youth dream, and uh, it's it's it's, com- it's completed. Yeah, it's it's, it's perfect, insane. Yeah. Now they just got to bring I you on tour. I was never thinking when I was starting a band that I will play Bermuda Horizon shows on the stadiums. It's it's huge. Mm-hmm. There's a similarity with the music. Um, it's not yeah. too far off. It's within the genre, but to have to support them in your hometown, um, and then also bring new fans out. I mean, that's got to be an incredible experience with thousands of people like watching you guys. You know, rock out. Yeah. The interesting thing when we played when we was playing shows with Bermuda Horizon, it was this. It was just second day after we came from United States, after we finished recording an album in Nashville, Tennessee, and. It was really interesting experience because we just had a jet lag, you know, mm-hmm. and it was it was insane. We just we just finished our flug, uh, extremely hard flights from United States, like was um, four flights, four flights. You know, it's like mm-hmm. from Nashville to New York, to New York uh, to London, and from London to Moscow, and from Moscow to Saint Petersburg is insane, and. You know, it was like was crazy days. Uh, not too much uh, sleep for for sure, mm-hmm. and just we just had no rehearsals. And after that, we just had insane jet lag for all for all members in the band, and we just need to play shows. Probably the most uh, important shows in your career. You know, mm-hmm. was crazy interesting. Yeah, that's really cool, um, especially because of the fact that. Uh, um, you know, there's still an opportunity out there to possibly go to the Western Hemisphere and maybe tour with Bring Me. I'm sure you guys chilled, and I mean that's a lot of traveling too for what four shows. It's it's crazy, man. Yeah, that is crazy. I've never. The only thing I've done was tour from the middle of the United States, from Indiana all the way down to Texas, and that was ten days for Warp. So that was pretty, was pretty excruciating. Warp tour was not easy trust me for us it's not a big deal because it's an amazing school for you to 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 make you stronger like a hulk it's like russian tours because uh, d- did you see the map the russia is a huge and we just uh, probably uh, crossed the russia like uh, four times already oh my God. and r- russian tours it's crazy because it's absolutely different um, climate zones it's absolutely different weather everywhere you need a lot of clothes. You you have a bad roads. You somewhere. You just need to go on the trains, like on the uh, aircrafts, not only in your, on your touring bus, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. And I think this is like this is like an amazing school for us because uh, to to go through this, it's it's really hard. So for us, I, I think. This is not a big deal to make any crazy trips. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, you're used to it. Your body's used to it by now. 
Yeah, yeah, I used to. I, yeah. I, I talked with a lot of United States bands about Russian tours, and they all they all time um, talking about how it's hard, how it's complicated, and but in the same time, they always like, wow, probably Russian tours is all the way, it's always like a biggest party all over the world for all bands. <laughs> <laughs> They're not used to it. They're going like, Seven hour, ten hour drives. Next stop, next stop. You know, last time, last time I was talking about, I was talking with, um, uh, do you know the band um, Capture the Crown? I haven't, uh, I haven't. They're releasing new. Wait, Capture the Crown. Capture the Crown. It, 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 it's it, been a it, while since they've played, it's right? It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. They don't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. They don't exist anymore. So I was talking with the guy, uh, the vocals of Capture the Crown, and he just said, "Man." Every day of my life after Russian tour, I always I'm waking up and I think about Russian tour. Man, I re I really dream to go back in that time. <laughs> I used to um, be a big fan of Oceans Red. I don't know if you remember them. They used to be a band. Too. And you know the reason why? The, do you know the the main reason why? It's just the reason because all bands who are not famous a lot, like in the United States or Europe, yeah. Mm -hmm. They can be, they can, um, they can feel themselves like a stars in Russia. Yeah. <laughs> you no. Know? So this is like a life hack. <laughs> that is a life hack. Yeah. Have you ever? Do you have you ever remember um, the band Oceans Red? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, with Igor. Yeah, they were. Um, I talked to them for a little bit when they were touring the United States. Um, they said that the touring in Russia and Ukraine was pretty brutal too. Like, so it doesn't seem too far off from what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah, I can't remember what the old band was though that they had. Uh, Dusty. All, was all the all the Russian ladies always uh, looking for foreign guys play bands. <laughs> you think it's the accents? It's, it's it's man. This is the fucking truth. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Australia, from what I've heard. Uh, with friends going there and such so, like they love American men for whatever reason. I don't know why but you know, you know when we um, two the year two years ago uh, We just had a FIFA World Cup, you know, mm -hmm. yeah love Russia. So there was the reason why we had huge bunch of uh, foreign people from all over the countries right here and in some cities in Russia and we just had a really huge discussions between the um, uh, between the uh, between the citizens inside the country mm. like like because a lot of russian girls like uh, you know like spend, spending a lot of time with foreign guys from united states from uh, brazil from italy from all over the countries and russian uh, so these ladies was um uh, they were attacked by Russian guys, you know, like you're fucking. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is a bad thing because, um, to be honest, like a Russian real man, he looks not. He, well, can you can you can you describe me the uh, the typical Russian man? Um, big, strong, intimidating. <laughs> and, and really sad, like angry. really serious. Yeah, like just really no expression. Serious. In my opinion, in a opinion to. Um, Russian men, Russian guys, like typical Russian men, uh, they like really not, um, not fresh, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs>
you know so this is the reason why all ladies here are like insane extremely excited with all foreign guys like this is clean or such i don't know i mean when trust me it's, <laughs> yeah we're just a little bit more cleaner we have a better uh hygiene protocol we uh, i mean when foreigners come over to the united states too it's the same way man like it's just a whole new um idea probably, of, probably. of a person yeah like whether you're from australia or the uk the you know, accents I, are super I, intriguing i i never heard the story like um you know uh i never heard the story where the russian guy was married on a united states girl hmm. but in opposite way it's always like mm-hmm. yeah you know. yeah I, I never heard that either <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always different um I don't know, man. Like, I, I yet still have to be on the Eastern Hemisphere. So when I get the chance, like, you know, it'll be cool to experience, like, other other ways of living. Um, I know one is going to be Japan. That would probably be such a huge culture shock. But I've always wanted to go to, like, Tokyo. And you guys have experienced Culture shock, culture shock, right. Yeah. How was Tokyo? Was that very different from all You've of been the other in Tokyo? tours? I don't know. How was Tokyo? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, the, the shows there was uh, it was not like the best shows in our life, but it was really interesting because I never was thinking about like some people in Tokyo li- were listen wild ways. So for me, it's like a it's like a small success, you know. Just just one hundred on uh, just one hundred people on, on each show. It's for me, it's success. Yeah. It's success because that, that people from absolutely different country from absolute, with absolutely different culture. And it's extremely insane. I'm I'm happy with that. I'm happy that I have a chance in my life to play shows in Tokyo. That's 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 the thing I can say to my to my to all my kids, to all my friends. Like, and they always will be like, "Wow, that's interesting." So it was amazing. But the main, uh, but the uh, it's all the way more. Uh, emotions for me mm-hmm. was like the country is absolutely different and I, I never seen the I never seen the place like Japan before it's extremely different extremely different because you know like Europe it's pretty similar to Russia like it's just mm-hmm. all the way more um, expensive right. and it's uh, United States it's like um, this is not like the Russia it's it's absolutely different country but it's um it 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 reminds me of Russia sometimes because too much uh, too big contrast you know mm-hmm. somewhere in the United States so that so that Japan it's absolutely different world it's like a different planet and mm-hmm. it just was blowing my mind like I've never seen it before you, every, every guy in the world you man you gotta visit Japan for sure yeah. just one. Yeah, I'm definitely talking to my girl about it uh, when this whole global pandemic is over. Uh, but the unexpectedness of like being unexpected to have a completely different country be so in love with wild ways in a sense that is pretty cool i'd be pretty psyched too like you would just you didn't expect that and then you're just like wow all these people are they're really yeah. enjoying us yeah and 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 in all the for us it was a big surprise when we just came to um, uh, the biggest uh, cd store you know that uh, you know that japan is still the country where people buy in cities that's what i was told and vinyl <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, they're crazy. They're crazy. I, I love this way, and it's really interesting. And we just uh, came to the biggest uh, store in Tokyo. It was like Tower Records. Mm-hmm. This is a big uh, CD shop, like uh, five floors of CDs of vinyls. Mm-hmm. 
and we just found and we just have found our cities it was wow insane the city of my band from from the from the town bransk in yep. russia you never heard it you never heard it before just selling in the in in talking in the in the heart of japan it's insane my friend chris kelly uh he was dark vader for galactic empire i'm sure you might have seen them uh somewhere on the internet it's like, Stumpus, it's, like yeah. it's like a parody um star wars Similar. band yeah but when they toured japan with baby metal which was huge for them yeah they said it was uh Dude, I love Baby Metal, man. Give Me Chocolate it's like definitely a song I put on repeat. <laughs> they said they they said they loved the vinyl. They said they loved like the whole um they they uh when they toured over there, they brought a lot of vinyl and CDs because that culture still really wants that um something physical in their hands to own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of some of the all merchandise, all merchandise. Mhm. Mm yeah, because now in the United States of America, it's, I mean, CDs are completely irrelevant, and yeah, it's, it's more so for vinyl. Yeah. It's all yeah. Vinyl. The vinyl, I think the vinyl is pretty fashion thing right now. Mm -hmm. I'm glad it's it like you know, hipster. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like like every every. <laughs> totally, you're not wrong, dude. <laughs> you're not wrong at all. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty popular right now. Vinyl, I don't know. Just just every record label selling vinyl vinyls right now for each band. Mm -hmm. uh, and they, then now they're starting to get creative with uh, making uh, signature vinyls. So they'll only make a certain print of one color and then do another print of another color, etc. They're getting creative with it, which yeah. is pretty cool. Um, what's it called? You know what's you know what's interesting too because. Um, you have you you speak very well with the English uh, language and and your music and it's, I mean, dude, I mean, I've I've heard broken languages from other foreigners, but in in a sense, like, what makes you decide on when you're writing your music as your vo as the vocalist to in um to put English uh the English language throughout some of the song or all of the song because you go back and forth sometimes or it, it's not there at all. Oh, wait, oh, sorry, one more time, question. So what gives you um, the idea to put the English language in some of your songs? It's just it's just um, it's just because I was uh, I was raised on just on English music, you know, on American bands, on American music, on American type of music. And sometimes I just realized that for me right now, it's all the way harder to write lyrics in Russian because, uh, yeah, it, it sounds crazy uh, because this is my own language. But but. If you wanted to write a really good Russian lyric, if you wanna if you wanna write really good uh, any language lyrics, you just you just need to be raised on that type of lyrics. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you can't you can't write all you can't write good Russian words if you don't feel the Russian atmosphere, the Russian culture of music. Mm. But, but I miss that. I miss that, and for me, it's a problem because. I can't some I can't say something deep on Russian. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, because uh, in Russian lyrics and Russian music, it's really all the way more important the words than music. All rush all biggest Russian artists came through came from nineties. Uh, they they have more they had more attention on uh, lyrics than, than music. So for me. I don't know. I just was raised in that, and I was just always listening uh, the foreign music, 
foreign bands like Linkin Park, System of Down, uh, Green Day, a lot of stuff. You know, you know, my my, my first uh, favorite band was Backstreet Boys because I was the only five. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. A lot of trust me. A lot yeah. of we're the same age, so uh sync was definitely one for when i was a little kid too so i mean i just i just found the small cassette yeah this is the russian this is a uh, uh, cassette uh, of my sister you know with backstreet boys yeah the old cassette so yeah. for me right now it's all because i don't know i just already used to because um i don't know i just i'm just trying to think uh, on a on English when I'm writing the words so and this is like this is the problem and not a problem in the same time you know 50 50 mm -hmm. yeah I, th I think it's just incredible because a lot of um, people you know they live in the United States of America they they only speak one language that's English and I have I have friends in Sweden um, I have you know I'm talking to you now so you have you can both speak Russian and English um, so uh, you know it's 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 incredible how you could take up on multiple languages um and with and i was i was curious because i always was like in the back of my head i wonder if you have a melody playing out and it would sound a little bit better vocally pronoun pronouncing wise with english over russia russian language or vice versa you know like throughout mm -hmm. writing music um I always uh, to write melody first mm -hmm. for the words. Mm -hmm. So, uh, at the end of the song, it always sounds like you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, I'm just putting the words on that. The melody first every time for me. You know, uh, it's it's pretty unfair because all all countries in the world gotta know one more language uh, in uh, except their own language yeah. <laughs> but people from united kingdom and united States don't need to know any language <laughs> yeah you're right and our metrics are off too i mean we go by like feet inches it's unfair miles per hour and then when we toured in canada it was you know the kilometers the yards like we're completely ass backwards in this country <laughs> we're the only ones doing our own thing <laughs> You, you said about Sweden band, right? Some some Sweden band? Yeah, I have friends in Sweden that have toured the United States. They're called Abandoned by Bears. Actually, I've been in a lot of uh, different countries in Europe. And, you know, like the Scandinavian countries like Finland, Sweden, Norway, Denmark. Mm -hmm. They they know English really good. Like this is the second, uh, this, the second uh, language for them. Like... The, just just these countries i don't know why so for them it's like a own language yeah they when they toured the united states i had them crash on my house because you know you don't want them sleeping in the van because i thoroughly enjoyed them and we had the same management team um but i think only max and gustav it was the drummer and bass player gustav actually was pretty he wasn't too broken but um what's the name of the band abandoned by bears Oh, Abandoned by Bears, okay. Yeah, they're like an easy core band out of Sweden. And um, they haven't done much in a while. Uh, Leon just had a baby uh, with his significant other. Uh, he's the vocalist. But uh, they, when they toured over here, they... <laughs> Thanks for the heart, <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, I love I love those dudes. And, and you know what, dude? They toured the entire United States, too. But all in all, 
uh, you know, when they would and they all their uh, lyrics were English, actually. I don't know. Um, and but it, it was it wasn't that broken. It was pretty well pronounced. So I don't know. The U.S. is a little behind on learning a second language because we're selfish. <laughs> we're just a little lazy, a little lazy. Um, I think you guys need to know because you have a really huge Spanish. We do. Yeah, we have a very influence in your country. Yeah, we have a very large Spanish uh, influence, which is great. I have no problem learning that. I would love to learn Japanese. Um, and in Canada, uh, French is their secondary language. So it's like mm-hmm. we should yeah, really no. start, yeah, start adapting to Spanish. Just a long time ago, I just started to try to learn Spanish, like in the in the smartphone, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like through this app. There's a lot of apps that do that. And then I think Google also put out uh, a way to communicate. So you would put in the language in itself, you would speak into it, and then it would read it back to you in the language that you prefer. Technology's starting to catch up. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's cool. I think I think actually, I think that when you learn when you learn the language through the from through the app, this is actually not like that. I think that doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> because you know, I, I I never I never met the guy who just was telling me like, "Hey man, I know Spanish perfectly just because the app." Yeah, it's not <laughs> possible. <laughs> It's not possible, right? Yeah, our our vocalist is. Um, I think it's spending the time. Our vocalist is um, Puerto Rican and Guatemalan, so he can speak very well Spanish as long as English, because he was raised in that kind of household. So yeah. it's cool, man. It's really cool. But he never. We were thinking about doing a Spanish album, like do, redoing our album, but just with Spanish lyrics and such. But the pronunciation he said was a little weird to try to put it into perspective. Um, I mean. And it's a shame that the, everything shut down, though, to go back to the release of Anna, which is a phenomenal album. Uh, I, I'm so stoked for you, dudes. Uh, you you um, you re, you push back the tours to 2021. Um, have you have you guys ever thought of implementing live streaming? There's a lot of bands on the United States that are live streaming sets. Yeah, I've seen like Fever 3 was, uh, they just announced the, live streaming tour yeah <laughs> i i have no idea how it works but it it's interesting yeah we we think about it and i hope we can do this somewhere in the future because uh, the guys from the label already discussing this uh, with the company who can organize that to put all, all the stuff together so probably yeah, it will be it will be amazing because that was that will be a first chance to play a show not for only Russian guys, just from all over the world. It will be amazing just to see the audience from the, from other countries. Interesting idea. I, I I hope we can do it. Yeah, that'd be great. I because I talked to a couple of bands who said um you know they would do it live entirely. So as you're watching it, it's live, or there's another way of going about it where it's pre-recorded. You release it live, and then afterwards, I think you would pay an extra couple of dollars or five dollars or whatever, and yeah. you would have a just live imagine, Q&A. Just imagine the world when I probably that that can be possible somewhere in the future. Just imagine like uh, the people uh, uh, um, spending their their money on subscribes on, on subscribing, mm-hmm. like for 
any live shows from the bands like it's an idea <laughs> like you know you just you just pay every month to play to see the band playing for you I will be not too much surprised if some uh, if some stuff like that will be real in the future mm-hmm. yeah and your fans are like thoroughly excited for the album <laughs> Because we never was, we never thought that uh, we don't need to pay uh, on every movie. You know, we just need to pay on subscription. So I'm, I will be not surprised if uh, the music in the future will be completely changed in some different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And going back to the album release, because people are thoroughly enjoying it and love the release. Uh, I see it all over social media. What was like one of the songs that like really hit you personally out of that entire album that like just really poured your soul into the concept of Anna uh, like was the my more what's like my more personal song yeah like vocally and lyrically off that album what was um, one of the most personal ones that really you know came out from you know within deep within your soul because it's a very personal concept I think I think just the last song "Flowers," but this song on the Russian, the whole song in the Russian. So yeah. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you just okay. you just can you just can read uh, subtitles on the on our lyric video on YouTube. Oh, but this is that's the song are really more personal, and I just uh, we just written uh, the lyrics with my friend. He is not in the band, but. He just made an amazing job and just helped me really a lot to finish this song. Hmm. Yeah. So, but my favorite song from this album is Event Horizon. It's like our, it's our first video of this album. Did you see that? I did. Yeah. That actually got me really hyped. The breakdown really gets me going. Yeah. This is my favorite song because there was a song we just, were, we just wrote uh, already in Nashville mm-hmm. because we just uh, realized that. Okay, guys, we already have like 11 instrumentals, and I think we need one more. I think we need one. I feel that. I feel that. So we just found some uh, some riffs, and we just found just found the riff, and we just uh, completed the song just in a two days, sitting all together. And for us, it was like it was just a first experience to work on on the songs like that because before that we just always writing on our own like me or guitarist just personally sitting alone in the apartment or in the studio so that's the first song which just put put it all together in the same plane just all together uh, in the house it's amazing it's a new experience for us yeah it's really great too and that and that one has english lyrics too so it's really cool to like catch into the chorus with the english lyrics yeah, and yeah it gives me a little hype like i i think the i think the yeah. production value is fantastic along with how you guys go about um, um, what's the word structuring everything? It sounds really good. Like there's definitely like I can feel the Ask Alexander vibes. I can feel the Bring Me the Horizon vibes. Like nowhere near similar to it, which is great because you make it your own. But it's cool that you know you there's a there's a really good band rusher called Wild Ways that is doing it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure they, I'm sure they need that. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Like I mean, has it has the writing changed much from um, when you guys used to be as Sarah? Where is my tea? Has it really, you know, transitioning from that period? Has writing really changed at all, or has it been mostly the same? 
Um, yeah, for sure. It's all the, it's it's absolutely different because uh, still, oh, I, 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 it's a surprise for me that you know that name. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I did yeah. a little research. Not gonna lie. So because uh, somewhere in the past, I was just screaming, and I never thought that I that I will sing. You know. Mm-hmm. So now I can to say myself that I became a singer, not just screamer. Mm-hmm. And for me, uh, it's like a huge transition from nothing because I never learned it. And insane, insane. But I, I never call myself uh, uh, like a professional, you know. But I'm just, I'm just doing that. I'm just do the thing that I love. Yeah. And in Sarah's my tea, it's I, I miss the time when we were Sarah's my tea because it was, it was more honestly, it was more like. You you never you never was thinking about like commercial success, you know. Mm-hmm. You just just you just wrote things and that's it. And if for you it was enough just to wrote things. But right now, when it became uh, some kind of job in Russia, you just need yeah. You still you still you still believe just in a uh, just in a. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, just an artist but mm. at the same time you just need to believe in commercial success as well because if you if you want to really to get success from your music back you just need to think about uh, anything at all I miss the time when we were young and just play music for fun, just like hardcore stuff, just just because we wanted to tour, just because we wanted to go in Europe, just because we wanted to play shows, and that's it. We just need, we just was needed to anything more, and that was a uh, insane, like you know, mm-hmm. like pink I, glasses. Yeah, I I tried I tried explaining that to a lot of people who wanted to get into this industry. Um, if you're not mm-hmm. enjoying it in the beginning. Um, and you're doing it for reasons of like fame, like you know, fame, success. Like, I mean, everybody wants that for sure. But sometimes, go, doing things for the wrong reasons um, and expecting high expectations will definitely deplete your deplete your confidence and morale. Uh, so, therefore, it's like you know, you know, with this podcast, like I don't expect it to, you know, blow up. Or I just enjoy talking to you yeah, and yeah, a bunch sure. of other people you know and thankfully it has gained some traction i appreciate all the listeners and the viewers that come by and check in what's going on who we're talking to and then you know not only that um but now that you're on a, a commercialized level and you're understanding because there's the difference between the music and the music industry or the music business and they're two completely different things mm. so you guys are obviously doing it right um, but that's cool though. I mean, you have to make those, um, sacrifices to get that music out there. Who do you usually take your influences from? I know you mentioned a lot of like Green Day, Linkin Park, Bring Me the Horizon. Is there anybody you really want to, um, tour with when, when the world opens back up again? Do you guys I think not. Ideas? I think not because, uh, my, uh, the dream was to play some shows with the Horizon and then that's it. I think, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't want it to tour with anyone else anymore because uh, I just I just want to to make my own tours just bigger and bigger and that's yeah. it and headline yeah I, that's I, what I res- I'm respecting a lot of bands like sometimes I really uh, listen a lot of bands 
and uh, I would like to share a stage with someone else, but this is not like the main thing, you know, for me right now. The main thing to became your own band all the way bigger and bigger. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I just hope that I just hope the world can actually resume soon. I mean, just for the fact of uh, musicians and venues and and you know, you know, um, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't managers. matter when you can, can reach the audience. It's not. No, it's completely different. We've tried implementing those uh, drive-in car shows for some venues, and it's just it's just not driving car shows. Huh? Yeah, it's yeah. not the same. I mean, we're trying. We just need to really get ourselves together, bunker down, and you know, make sure we can get this global pandemic so we can resume. It's just hard for everybody right now. So I'm just glad. I'm also really happy and thankful that your parents, your family, and yourself are really safe during all this. Yeah. So it's really yeah, nice. man. Yeah. Um, is yeah. there anything for us to look out for in the near future that you guys might be coming out with? I know the album just dropped, but and it seems like you're releasing more videos. So, is there anything that we can you can you know tell us what might be coming forward? Actually, we're already writing new stuff. You know, like we always write something. Mm-hmm. We always write music. We never stop. And uh, right now, I would just I just had a vacation of writing like for. For the last couple uh, months, and right now I just I just was needed to to release the album. It's like the like, okay, the blank list. You can write anything else. Let's go. Yeah. So, oh, we we always write. Always writing. So I don't know. Just plans can can be in just in just in the last moment, in the, just in the last second. And so we're always writing and we're always looking for any opportunities and reasons. Probably we need to, to shoot some more music, music videos. But right now it's like financial situation inside the, inside the band and inside the country, like not the best. Okay. Mm-hmm. So probably all, all plans about music videos probably will be delayed or canceled. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, but, I, but I hope like, but I hope all these problems all over the world will be will will be end soon but yeah dude i appreciate you coming on the podcast congratulations on the release of anna it's a fantastic album and we really look forward to thank you man so much for inviting me sorry for some english mistakes <laughs> no dude you're fine are you kidding me a lot of english people can't even speak another language so don't apologize for <laughs> You know, you being an intelligent human being. I just need some days. Like always, I go to the United United States. Like the first couple days for me, it's just like, like like I'm trying to, I'm just trying to put all together. But you know, like I just need some days to for adaptation, and I'm starting to speak and better and better and better with all with every single day. So right now, it's for me like I just have. Had a huge vacations of English, some, yeah. some months ago, last <laughs> months. So right now for me it's like, oh fuck! I need to I need to think of Russian or I need to think of English. It's pretty hard. <laughs> Don't beat yourself up, man. It's, I'm telling you, a lot of people in this United States like they can't speak another. They they can't even speak their own language. Like they can't even speak yeah. English here, <laughs> let alone another language, dude. We're just so dumbfounded. I love this country, but you know we need to really fix ourselves. Uh, <laughs> trust me, I'm not gonna get political. You know, actually, all people in Russia are now really interested in in your elections. All all people in Russia following this right now. It's a huge change. 
it's a huge change. And Vlad might step down. Is that right? Is that correct? Will Vlad might Vlad might step down from Russia? What do you mean? Vladimir Putin might step down from his um his role. I hope, man. I mean, I, I hope <laughs> this, 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 that will be a dream, buddy. Because last year, as we every the. Every every day, I, I think of okay when it when it's over. <laughs> we were like that. I think half the country was like that for Donald Trump for four years. We were like, when is this going to be over? And it's not going to be over for another seventy three days until Biden gets into um, presidency into the Oval Office. So we'll just have to drag his ass out of the White House. I'm sure. Mm. Yeah. So no, thank you. Thank but again, dude, please stay safe, and we really look forward to uh, seeing what you guys come up with next. Really appreciate it. Okay, thank you, man, so much.